0: Myself, Ayabong Atawe, and uh, yeah, this evening we shine a spotlight on uh, what uh, unfolded out in Marikana nine years to the day, the merciless killing of um, many of uh, the mine workers who had gathered on that kopi, and of course many left seriously injured, and some continue to deal with uh, many of the scars, both physical uh, and even emotional and psycho-emotional, that arose as a result of uh, that tragic uh, tragic uh, set of events that unfolded uh, out in the Northwest. And uh, uh, joining me now on the line to uh, reflect and to talk, of course, about uh, what has happened since and uh, some of the slew of promises. Uh, some have been met, some haven't. Uh, there have been homes that have been built, and uh, we've seen massive challenges as well in that regard. I'm joined by the President of the Association of Mine Workers and Construction Union, uh, Joseph Matundra. Dr. Matundra, how are
1: Hi, Malo. Malo, how do you
0: do, God? Sipili le tata maningo, siku njia niku. Hi,
1: uchito se
0: uchito, nanguku. And usasirini lengo sika kuru tatu. Bauma I want us maybe to to start just before we get into um you know some of the issues around compensation, the educational funds, the houses as amku that you are building as well for many of those workers uh, to maybe share with us. Ukubwa uh, classic Sunday level sugar sixteen. What happens to you, Uvandoni, close to this day? When you think about, I guess, you know, where we are in terms of dealing with the issues that many of the widows, the children, and many of those who have been hurt and injured who were left behind after Lentleghele, what comes to you? Uh, What do you feel um,
1: around this time? You know, to me, there is no way really that can describe or to explain how one feels. But to sum up my feelings, uh, I felt as if we we were betrayed. It's a betrayal kind of conduct that I do feel that really, indeed, it was betrayal. You know, when, when you are killed or betrayed by the person whom you least thought that he can, then you just happen to doubt your the hope, you doubt the future, you doubt everything. And the life becoming so dull and doom because these are the people that you put them in power of whom they were promising a bright future. Can you imagine if the Israelites move out of Egypt mm. and arrive in the land of Canaan and it's worse than the atrocities, becoming worse than the Canaan or equal to Canaan? so what was the use of traveling 40 years in the desert, in the wilderness? Hmm. That and, is how and, i feel
0: yeah yeah and i guess a lot of that sentiment of course you know um as you say it i mean uh, can't be i guess attributed to anybody but the governing party and how you're framing it what do you make of the statement of the anc i mean uh, they came out earlier t- on today saying as the governing party we acknowledge that the fateful events of marikana occurred on our watch and we reiterate our call to government to move with speed and implementing programs that will help alleviate the plight of the affected families. Um, what do you make of that statement? I guess also in light of your own experience in terms of some of the programs that had been promised.
1: You know, uh, you know, when I mention the name ANC, you know, it it shivers my spine. You know, I've been trying to avoid to mention ANC in all of my talks. If you can mm-hmm. remember. I've yeah. been trying to avoid it, and the reason is to respect those forbearers of the struggle. Mm. You, you know, I, 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 I've tried many, many, many years. Even where I'm supposed to say something about the ANC, then when I think of those forbearers mm. of our struggle, then I just become in numb, and in speechless. Mm. But things as they go. I mean one is tempted to say whatever that they've said today, what have stopped them to say on the sixteenth of august twenty twelve? Mm. So this would be just one will conclude to say this is a political PR exercise. Because by then what stopped them, why should took them as a ruling party African National Congress is the leader of the society mm. was overwhelmingly voted into power. Eh? And no one can dispute that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, but, they were not supposed to seek any mandate to anyone to come up and say we own up as a ruling party, that the government whom the people we deployed, they messed up. Mm. Mm. But, Zolstra, but I want us to
0: pause for a second, uh, Finesse, a second yeah, dinghy, So, but uh, when we come back, I want us to continue on this vein. I want us to talk about um, the compensation issues. I want us to talk about industrial relations in your sector and also about the homes that you are building for many of the widows.
1: All right, great. 18 minutes it is before 8 p.m. you tuned in to
0: Metro FM Talk here on the mighty Metro. We take a look nine years after the tragedy that unfolded in Marikana. Uh, We take a look at uh, how far, I guess, some of the programs aimed at uh, restoration and redress have come. And I'm joined on the line by the president of Amku, Joseph Matunjwa. And, uh, Maumatunjwa, just before we went to the break, I guess we were talking about, um, you know, some of the political issues around the governing party and uh, the statement and what you make of the statement that they made. And uh, one of the elements of that statement is this commitment to speeding up the process of programs that are aimed at uh, trying, I guess, to tutuzela in Saapo uh, that were affected by Lentlegela Saibu and What is your view on those? And maybe for the purposes of some of our younger listeners who might not be familiar with what had, un- had unfolded and some of the commitments and promises of compensation of redress of bursaries of education funds talk us through some of the things that were promised and i guess the progress towards that end
1: yes uh, your first uh, what's name uh, uh, you the your first utterances was talking about what do i take with the uh, progress or, or the uh, the what uh, the progress that will be taken to speed up the, the Marikana uh, process that will speed up the Marikana by the african national congress did mm. i hear you correctly well so
0: so i'm saying the statement suggested that the african national congress would place pressure on the government to speed up the process of some of the programs and one of those programs of course is the compensation but i want you to explain what some of the promised redress measures were so one is compensation but i would argue that there are others as well
1: yeah i, I mean you know, the the issue of Marikana, which I call it Sibanyan Stillwater Massacre, it, it, it's, it's very mad currently. You've got this arrogant employer called uh, Sibanyan Stillwater
0: mm.
1: who were given loan mean on a silver platter just by valuation of the shares. Even their track record in health and safety it's not even poor, it's bad, it's a non-starter. but they were given. while workers themselves at Lonme proposed to buy the loannme for themselves as a true empowerment, as a genuine empowerment, of which they were prepared to take their seven billion to purchase loannme, of which the cost of loanme was about 5.4 5.5 billion. Sibanye never spent a cent. It was just a valuation of the shares they were given. And the the modest operandi of Sibanye, Stillwater, is to destroy every effort of AMCO at that workplace. You could see strategically they are conniving with the state again to always have a parallel. Commemoration, parallel lectures. Last year was the Tulima Donzela, of which it never flew, it never fly, and now they are coming with a project called Renewal, of which they called Mam Ramtel, the wife of the late hero of our struggle, Babu Steve Diego, as a businesswoman who's been given the task. To run that project without even asking Armco as a majority union of what we have started with the former CEO, which is Ben Magara. They just override everything they do. They said if their company, they cannot be told. Secondly, they even erected a wall of remembrance without the consent of the families. You you know how sensitive it is to put someone's mm. name on a, a, a what on a wall of which we've never consulted, mm. and then when we tell them they just mean it's our employees. But this is the, so they kill people. Subsequently, even rob, take their culture and own it as if these people are slaves. They've got no rights. They've got no constitutional rights. They can't say anything. So this renewal and and the speed up of the processes of Marikana is very muddy because you could hear clearly from the state when you hear them talking about the first 10, why why the concentration is on the 34. But there is no separation in the two. But the fact is, on the 16th, it was a massacre. So... Mm. So we differentiate based on that. But at the end of the day, 44 workers were killed. Hence, AMCO, in the Falam Commissioner, we committed that we will build 44 houses, including police, including security. And as far as we are, we have built plus minus 36 houses. And those that are left, one was the COVID issue. The country was on lockdown. We couldn't move and do anything. Lesotho and some areas in, in, around the northwest and Limpombo east. And another hurdle that we are facing are same families that they are not sure they still got issues to sort. One said, no, the house must be built somewhere, and the other members of the family. So, as we said, go and sort out those issues. So, in terms of the progress, in terms of what AMCO has done, we are honoring what we have promised. And thirdly, the same Sibane still water. I think Neil Fonerman came clear that he doesn't own any massacre. He has bought loan Min. So the first mm. thing, the, the, the widows were threatened with dismissal. It took AMCO to say if you touch these women, these widows, your mind will be shut. I don't know for how long. If you think five months was long, I think you can expect times two. That is how those women were saved. After we have requested that the widows should be relieved and be paid full salary until pensionable age, mm-hmm. that could have been a good gesture to show that you sure. really feel for these women. Can you believe the same widows are worked in the same space, same workplace, same shaft where their husbands were working? I even say today that let's say Froneman was a victim of the Marikana massacre, Passed on the following month, his wife is employed to go and work underground, forty degree Celsius in the same space that Foreman was working. How would he mm. feel, yeah. wherever he is in the grave? So you mm. could see clearly that this company does not have any respect of the dignity of a black person, nothing whatsoever. So when coming to compensation, yeah. They, the issue of compensation, one, you would hear that the minister of police said about well, hundred and something thousand that was paid and what, but he does not say it to say this hundred and something million that was paid, sorry to say it, a thousand million, was, he hasn't quantified to say, out of all the people that were involved, what was it paid, what amount, to which family? And some of the widows, they are still being owed by the state. Mm-hmm. That is one. Two, we talk about those who were injured, who survived. They haven't been paid, even the Magidiwane and other uh, members or, or workers. Others, they are still got bullets, I mean, in their mm-hmm. bodies. They haven't been paid for nine years as spent in those injuries. And what explanation have you
0: been given? Yes. I mean, what if, what explanation have you been given for the delay in some of these payments? I mean, I don't even think a COIDA payment, uh, just a run of the mill COIDA payment, takes nine years to pay out.
1: No, it doesn't. I think this is more political because, I mean, the update that we've got, they've been to NPA advocate Dalimbofu uh, with Seri, talking about these issues. They were saying to us that there's no cooperation. Whenever they bring issues around this NPA issues, they give it to the head. The heads, their heads their I mean, they don't give resources enough resources. So mm. it's more politically than anything else. Because certainly, it was agreed that yes, the state agreed that yes, they take a blame of whatever that is happening uh, has happened at Marikana, of which this could have taken about ten days or fifteen days or a month to sort it out. But nevertheless. Still today, we are still talking about those delays, and people are passing on due to COVID nineteen. Others are leaving employment, going back home. You can't even trace them. Some of them—it's so difficult. What is it? We thought when the Mister Ramaphosa becoming a state president, he will take this issue of Marikana as his baby and first priority to deal with it. Based on the letters that we've been writing to him we've written mm. uh, three letters to him to say at least conclude the payment and then the rest will follow then it will show that you are prepared to start a new chapter for the workers the widows the injured and the south Africans at large so that hasn't been realized so this is how this payment and the third one is the issue of those who are arrested remember after you have survived the, 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 the massacre, you were arrested, thrown to jail, and even today, they are still charged with murder. But you survived the R5. So, why the state does not cancel those cases? Hmm.
0: I guess, you know, on my end, uh, the last set of comments I'd love to hear from you is about the issues that in the main, I guess, um, prompted people to go and sit at that copy, organize themselves uh, in what primarily was uh, a conflict. We're seeing platinum prices, record levels, palladium, platinum, rhodium. Uh, and uh, I was even looking at the numbers of implants today, bumper profits, plats came out, bumper profits, trading statement from Northam, similar type of situation, let alone Gisibanya now, which took over lonman what is your assessment of industrial relations in the sector, nine years after what happened, but also in the context of these runaway PGM prices um, in a context where one would have expected that, you know, so the, good plus, shared, uh, you know? Prices, the good times will be shared?
1: as I said in my uh, speech today, mm. is not for the workers, it's for the bosses. I mean, at 16,000 an ounce today on the platinum, The workers, if it wasn't of the five-month strike, painful strike that we took, they will be languishing under six to seven thousand today. So, Lonmin cannot break and say, or Sibanye saying, their workers, the the general worker is earning thirteen thousand five hundred a basic salary without benefit. We haven't negotiated with Sibanye at Lonmin, former Lonmin. We haven't that agreement we concluded with Ben Magara. So Mm. they cannot come and claim victory and say they are looking uh, after the workers. Look at the area, the community of Marikana. Same as it was in 2012. With all these prices and the same by Stillwater, you remember they were bragging to say, we have paid all our debt, we paid all the Mm. price of the loan means. We pay them. We are 100% owning. We don't owe loan mean anything about it. We pay them. So they've made money. But go and look at the communities. where they're hosting communities. Squalor, no proper roads, nothing. You cannot show that that place is producing the platinum that is needed the whole world. Huh? And the reason it's simple, my brother. We've got what? They call it uh, a mining charter. A mining charter is a good is a good practice. Uh, is a code of good practice. We've been asking the government, as I'm going to say, incorporate this code of good practice called mining charter into MPRDA mm. and that it will be an act of parliament, and it will be enforceable. But if it Stay as it is. These companies do as they will and, and as when they want. If they don't, there's no consequences. So that's why you see all hosting communities are poor, environment damaged by these companies because there's no consequences. Secondly, we requested that we, from the government, that let's amend mine Health and Safety Act to make these CEOs accountable for any life loss of the breadwinner. Government is not. But it's so quick to amend all the legislation that are anti-God, they are anti-human, they are anti-African, uh-huh. but they cannot face this white monopoly capital. So this is a situation that one is, that you go to Limpombo East, where chrome comes from, where platinum, go and look how the communities suffer. You go to Kele, you, the, all over the uh, place, wherever these mines are mining, it's only misery that is left behind, because they are untouchable.
0: Well, we're going to have to leave it there. As always, a pleasure to catch up with you. Um And uh, Thank you once again for always reminding us that uh, essentially task is there to WTO, Al-Gapel.
1: al a last part last in short. You know, we are negotiating at sector, at the gold sector, currently, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, with the same buying steel water and harmony gold and all those mines. You know how much is uh, Neil Froneman offering workers in the gold sector, those who travel three kilometers underground? under those uh, conditions, is offering an increase less than the grant, the social grant of 350. It's offering workers 250 increment. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Whereas his pension fund is even more than 150. What? It's more than, uh, what, 500,000, so to say. Huh? Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of environment that the workers, they find themselves in. And when you talk, we are anti-revolutionary, we are counter-revolutionary, you are n- named with all sorts of things. And the, the question is, we are not fighting the state, we are fighting the employer, those who are the what's name the captain of the industry. Why the, the government is so hell-bent to deregister AMCO? It's because we are militant. We are not taking lightly. I mean, this uh, i mean—abuse uh, abuse that is experienced by the working class, in particular in the mining sector, mm-hmm. we contribute in the GDP of this country, these workers. They go underground, not sure whether they will ever come back alive. So this is a situation that we are facing in this yeah, country. Yeah, And I think
0: we need to bring you back in there just to get uh, stock of the progress that's happening in the gold sector. Uh, and some oh, of the great, negotiations great. that are happening at a sector level. But as always, Mshlega uh, may you take strength and may you continue to be the voice of many of those who are shut and made quiet uh, in that particular sector that you organize in. And I thank you for taking time out to speak to us.
1: Thank you very much. Anytime. God bless you and to your listeners. And thank
0: you. Joseph Matunjwa is the president.